0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, a member FDIC. My talk,
1: 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That's Bradley, I'm Dawn, and we talk about food on this show. Uh, we did talk about how the price of eggs... We're going up. Talk to a
2: farmer. We actually talked to a farmer who told us why that egg shortage happened.
1: Yes. Now there's another shortage happening. Bradley, who was our guest? I
2: saw this headline uh, from an article over at Eat This, Not That, that olive oil is about to skyrocket in price. No, not my olive oil. (laughs) Bradley bathes in olive oil. I do. No, I don't don't bathe it, but I certainly drink a lot of it. I mean, in my food. Anyway,
3: (laughs) I digress. I'm
2: not drinking it. You know what I mean? Chris Schott from Eat This, Not That, who wrote a piece about this, and I learned a lot in the process, is joining us to talk about the coming olive oil shortage slash price hike. Hey, Chris, thanks for being with us.
3: Yeah, thank you for having me. It's awesome to be here. So can you just tell
2: us what's going on with olive oil?
3: (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, you know, basically, I mean, I was traveling in europe last summer and i can confirm it was really really hot there really hot there was Mm -hmm. a huge heat wave and as you know or as you may not know uh much of the world's olive oil is made in spain and italy Mm -hmm. and uh that heat wave really hit that crop really hard and we're talking about you know the olive production being like hit by like maybe 50 percent in spain as much as 50 and uh, about 30% in Italy. So that really hurts the production of olive oil. And uh, we're going to, I mean, I think you probably are already seeing higher prices and it could get worse.
1: Wow. I was also in I was in Europe last September and it was we didn't expect it to be as hot as it was in September. I was in Italy, actually. And but let me ask you a question about that. So we're just now seeing we're seeing it now. Do you know what the time period is from harvest to actually producing the olive oil? Is it is it a month's long process? We're just seeing these price hikes now.
3: Right. Well, I think that you, you are seeing some of the price hikes already, but it's going to get much worse. I think, like, right now I have this bottle in front of me, this awesome bottle of Graza olive oil from Spain. One thing I like about this bottle is it tells you on the back, like, when it was bottled. Mm. Nice. So This one right now is from August 16th, which is, like, smack in the middle of that heat wave. Mm. Oh, I paid I, $14.99 for, <laughs> I paid fourteen ninety nine for this yeah. not too long ago. I think it was January. And I'm expecting that the next one that I get when I have to re up will be more expensive. Oh, yeah. You think sure.
1: it'll be like twice as much? $30, something like that?
3: <laughs> I think the, that the uh, one expert that was uh, quoted in the story was talking about it being 30 to 50% more. Okay eventually.
2: Now, you know, you touched on, like, I can tell just by the fact that you reference the actual name of the bottle of olive oil that you have and that you have a bottle that's got an actual date on it means you know a thing or two about olive oil. So my question is for the consumer, because like, I kind of feel like a little bit of an olive oil nerd too. Like I always want to find real (laughs) olive oil that's, you know, going to taste good. Right. (laughs) So like for the average consumer, do you have any advice on like, yeah, there's going to be a price increase. You better make sure you're trying to get the good stuff or like, what are the things that consumers should be paying attention to when, um, you know, discerning their best olive oil opportunities?
3: Right. Well, I think quality-wise, you want to look for that extra virgin olive oil, the EVOO that mm-hmm. might appear on the label. You want to look also to make, like on the back, it'll tell you if they're blended, like mm. it's a bunch of different types blended Ooh. together in the bottle sometimes, or if it's you know straight from one particular source. The bottle I'm talking about, this Graza bottle, is from one particular part of Spain. Mm-hmm. And that is, of course, what we're talking about today, that area that was hit hard in that heat wave. But I, I think like for consumers who are looking for, you know, you're looking for good quality, but you're also, you know, you wanna, you don't wanna pay through the nose for it, right? Yeah. So I think you do need to shop around. Right now, shopping around more than ever is important.
2: Can I, um, if you guys are just joining us, by the way, we're talking to Chris Shot from Eat This, Not That, he did a piece on the uh, olive oil price hike that's likely on its way if it's not already here. One story we've actually talked about already on this oh, show extensively and we're having a we have a little bit of a disagreement we can talk about that later but a uh, uh, Starbucks, a major worldwide corporation has decided, "Hey, now is the perfect moment to, to shove olive oil down our beverages." Is this going to add to the trouble or add to the 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 demand such that the price increase may be worse than it would otherwise?
3: I guess we're going to see, right? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that people were talking about putting butter in coffee, and that was sort of the new craze. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of a new spin on that. I know that the CEO of of Starbucks had tried this in Italy, and that's sort of what gave him the idea. I guess it depends, you know, is the American consumer going to want to do that? Are they going to want olive oil in their coffee? If that becomes a thing, then that would definitely, you know, increase demand for this. But I guess we'll see. I personally don't put olive oil.
2: In. Yeah. <laughs> it. Same here. Okay. Same here, Chris. All right. Dawn Chris, is on an island.
1: We tried this on the show. We got here's the problem we got the office coffee, which is not the greatest oh, quality. Oh, God. Is it a
3: Keurig or something?
1: <laughs> oh, no. It's, worse. Oh, no, much, no. no. Much this worse. is like what they deliver to the office. Now it's free, but it is a company that, you know, it's a lower cost. Yeah, I mean it's I just say. it's just office coffee. It's, office it's like nothing coffee. special. Okay. So Got we it. did put a, Bradley brought some uh high quality olive oil in. <laughs> like
2: Costco olive
1: in. oil. Oh, it's from Costco. Still, it's- you can get some hey, good Costco olive
3: oil. olive oil is not, you know, there's yeah. legit chefs who love Costco. I. Here, that's here.
1: right. So we tried it, and I it didn't vile. think it was that bad.
2: Oh, please! It was vile.
1: Um, Mike, our <laughs> producer, you didn't like it, did you? Mike? No, I didn't mind it. You actually, didn't mind but I it. I
0: also oh, put the butter in the coffee. Chris, do I like put the butter in the coffee.
1: <laughs> I like the butter Listen, in the coffee. How
3: much did you put in? I'm
0: curious.
1: Okay, that's the problem. I yeah. think I put too much in. I think I put like a fourth a cup in. No, um, it was
2: like two teaspoons. Wow, I put in.
1: a two two teaspoons. Yeah. Okay. And uh, In about
2: an eight ounce cup of coffee. Yeah, it was too much.
1: It was real peppery. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, Mike. So before before we let you go, because we're you know, we've been asking you about these olive oil hikes. Is there anything else you want to say about that? Or I just want to give you the floor, too, because I know you write about a lot of other um, food stuff. Is there anything else um, that that you want to share with our listeners today?
3: I don't know. I think it's just a it's a really interesting time to be, you know a grocery shopper right Mm -hmm. now because you have, I mean, on the one hand we have like probably more choice, more options of everything than at any other time in human history. Right. That's true. We also see these crazy price spikes and we see these shortages. It's a really interesting time to be covering this stuff Mm -hmm. from my perspective. It's an interesting and probably very frustrating time for being a a consumer of Mm -hmm. these products.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You got to get creative uh, if you don't want to break the bank. That's for sure.
1: Yes. So we just need to have our own gardens, is what you're saying. Yeah.
2: You're going to plant olive trees? Yeah. Your... Or chickens.
1: chickens. Chickens. Get your own chicken. And make yes. some eggs. That's right. Well, hopefully, for sure.
2: hopefully, we're getting on the other side of that egg crisis for the meantime, but who knows? Hey, Chris, thank you so much. And if people want to read that story or any of your other work, do you want to give uh, a particular shout out to a website? We'll make sure that your story is linked on our show page.
3: Absolutely. Go to eatthis.com, click on the groceries channel, and you can follow all of our coverage of Costco, olive oil, and all of these things.
2: Wonderful. Chris Schott from Eat This, Not That, thank you so much for sharing some time with us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a great day. Absolutely. You too. Uh, And we'll make sure that... His story is posted on our show links page. When we come back, Dawn has another unsolved mystery of the unknown, but it's probably aliens or ghosts. This time, it's a local story mm-hmm. about something not far from us. We'll be right back.
1: My talk, 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Ooh, we have such a cool thing uh, here in Minnesota. I want to talk about it, but it could be aliens or ghosts. Ooh. What is that?
0: Unsolved mysteries of the unknown. But it's probably aliens or ghosts.
1: Oh, it's such a cool thing. The there is, this um, time? well, it's not a ghost, but it is something really strange that you can actually visit in Grand Marais, Minnesota. Ooh, up north. Up north. If you want to go visit a 60 foot tall magnetic rock. What? It, yeah, there's a rock. That is 60 feet tall. Wow. If you look it's a
2: big ass rock. It
1: is a big rock. Yeah. That's what they um, call it. It's called magnetic rock.
2: Oh, not big ass rock.
1: Not big ass rock. But if you want to put a small little sign <laughs> next to it when you go hike a three mile hike oh, wow. up the trail, that'd be
2: fun. I I love nature.
1: <laughs> yeah. And nature loves you.
2: I didn't want to oversell it.
1: Well, the magnetic rock is pulling you into yeah. its Is pulses. this going to like
2: pull your, uh, like, do you have any fillings? Is it going to pull your fillings out, or what's going to happen? I don't
1: think so. Um, like if you got a
2: screw and a joint or something?
1: I don't... I think you'll be okay, but if you have a screw and a joint, if it's... Anyway, Maybe it's like healing.
2: Does it have, like, healing powers?
1: I don't like know. Like, if you lay it, against
2: it, it'll re, remap your
1: electromagnetic... <laughs> yes, it's CRISPR. Yes, yes. So, um, this is absolutely enormous and if you look up any pictures of it um, online you're going to see people standing next to it because it's hard to sort of it's imagine huge. what sixty feet tall is. But it's a person, ten of me, yeah, standing, yeah. If you were standing on top of your shoulders, ten Bradleys, that's how tall it is. Um, but it is a three mile trek through undeveloped woods near mm. Grand Marais, Minnesota. It is an actual trail though. It's called Magnetic Rock Hiking Trail.
2: I bet there are a lot of uh, listeners who have either heard of it or have attempted it or have succeeded in climbing through the uh, undeveloped three-mile hike?
1: That's right, and it isn't, it doesn't look to be like an uphill battle or anything like that. Yeah. It's not in the middle of the, you know, rocky ridges of Minnesota. <laughs> is
2: that a thing? No. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Have you been up north? Uh, I've been as far as Duluth, but I haven't ever been, like, oh, to girl. Ely or... We need I, to get I, you up I've there. Been, I've been to Donna's Cabin with her, which is kind of in between. It's sort of by Duluth, but okay. as far as no, we that, need to no. get you
2: up north in the Superior National Forest.
1: Oh, yeah, I'd love Pitch to up go. There. Yeah, so th- like they say here, the path is not considered difficult. It's not paved or anything, so it's a dirt trail. And you might have to kick away some tree roots and watch your step. But uh, when you get there, it's just bizarre looking. It contains a magnetite, which is a magnetic mineral. And it will if you have a compass with a needle, it's going to cause your needle to spin. Oh, fun! Right? It's really impressive. again. Like, is it
2: super magnetic? Like, I could like put my silverware up on it.
1: I, you know what? I'm not sure. It'd be kind of but, fun, you know. Probably
2: not supposed to do that
1: though. But what's it gonna harm? How how's it gonna harm you? I mean, like, I don't know. No.
2: Again, like if you have like dental work. Maybe it'll like,
1: <laughs> or maybe you can tune into a radio oh, station yes. with your teeth. Fun. <laughs> Put an antenna, in, antenna in your teeth and uh, go to town. But I was just curious, like, how did this get here? Because to me, how it get here? I mean, how, I mean,
2: it was placed by. Oh, I, I forgot what we're doing. So mm-hmm. you think it could be aliens?
1: Well, it obviously has <laughs> some on it. It has the the lines that. Are The the lines are up and down in the rock, so it formed and came out of the surface at one point of the earth and is just sticking up. But it does look odd, like it shouldn't be there. And I was just wondering if you would be on board with me in thinking that aliens no, put it it's there. Not aliens.
2: God, Why do you think it's aliens? I know that
1: this one's kind of a stretch, but because it's, it's just, just kind dumb, of...
2: It's a rock.
1: It is a rock, Haven't but you it's seen just rocks out in the before? middle of the, you know... Well, yeah, the forest but, and there are no other rocks that look like that around it.
2: You know, <clears throat> if there were a bunch of other rocks in a circle, I might say it's not aliens, but it could be prehistoric humans.
1: Mm, right. How did they move it, though?
2: Well, you know, they're very smart. Did you watch that Netflix series about how there used to be this like super smart group of humans running around before mm-hmm. the big flood.
1: Yeah. And
2: then they all got washed away, but there were a few survivors who showed up in different points around the globe. Mm
1: -hmm. Did you see this? They just rode the waves. They had a surfboard. No, they
2: did. Seriously. I know you're, you're. No, I'm not. Tell
1: me what. So what. Is this true?
2: It's called uh, Ancient. What was not that? Not Ancient
1: Aliens. Not that. It's not show. Ancient
2: Aliens. But that's but it's a great on show. Netflix. No, it's not. Uh, <gasps> it's Netflix. I'm kidding. <laughs> you, Ooh, you got real sassy. Do
1: not say anything about George. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Netflix Ancient. It's Graham. Hancock, you know him?
1: Um, He's is it Herbie's Burra? Brum-
2: yes, Ancient Apocalypse. Ancient Apocalypse. Okay, it's a newish series, it came out last year. One season, admittedly, I'm a history buff, I'm more science y than alien y. Uh huh. This isn't really aliens, this is more like there was a pre ice age advanced civilization that was essentially destroyed after like a bunch of floods. It's very emotional. Wiped out. Burping. Wiped out ancient human civilizations. And that there were some survivors, and those survivors, like, sort of seeded other human civilizations after the flood with the technology that they had had from before.
1: Right. So they're the smart ones. And then the other. People, they're like, listen, I'm really smart. Listen to me. Yeah. I came from like, the all ancient a civilization. They, yeah.
2: And so like the the other people are like, oh, you this must be from another universe because you're so smart. Tell right. us we'll do everything. Right. Yeah. So it's 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 mildly absurd. But he does bring up and take you on each one of these episodes to an ancient site. And you can sort of decide for yourself how much of this you think is legit or not. He just asks questions. And in the process, you go to these amazing sites throughout uh, the globe. I think one of them is in Turkey. And it's that um, uh, that one underground, like there are all these underground caves that they built homes into, which are just fascinating. Anyway, ancient, what did I call, what did apocalypse? You call it? Apocalypse? Yeah, ancient apocalypse on Netflix with Graham... Uh, Norton. Graham Hancock.
1: Graham Hancock. Okay.
2: You would like it. I'm it's sure right I would. right up your alley.
1: I'm sure I would. So It's not uh,
2: alieny enough for you.
1: Well, I but I like all kinds of things like this. Yeah. It doesn't have to be alien-y. But, so, you know how we have different structures around the world that line up uh, if you're looking at ley lines that have um, they just can't figure out how there are pyramids in Giza and then the same type of structure pyramids in the same shape in other continents, you know, and then they all sort of converge. Yeah. Graham that,
2: would have lots to say about he that. Would,
1: he would think that it's this civilization that survived. This
2: pre-flood civilization.
1: You know what I find? I, I'm just going to derail this for a second here, Please. but it is about up north. When I moved here and I, you know, one of the going up north for the first time to Donna's cabin, I noticed I had never seen jack pines before. I just thought what happened to the trees, they don't have any, like, did a fire happen over there? And then I was like, they're everywhere. What is going on? And they are the coolest things. I love looking through them because it's like I want to film a horror movie out there. It's like you can run through this forest without any, it's just like open space, but it's just covering. It's almost like... Like the black forest in uh, Germany, it just looks very ominous and strange to me. I was just like, what are those trees? Not trying to kill me, but, you know, just looking through them.
2: Like, you know, prehistoric creatures that escaped the calamity that still exists in little rocky outcroppings that are ready to. You,
1: oh my gosh, well, I'll never go into the jackpine forest. Yeah, then. But well, I do everybody knows that the
2: jackalope lives in the jackpine.
1: No, no, I know what that is. You can't fool me there. Bradley likes to lie to me a lot, and I believe half of it. I'm like, it is, and he's like, I'm no, lying
2: to you. I'm just giving you alternate <laughs> facts.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, hey, from mysteries of magnetic rocks, big ass rocks, too. 18 to 24 year olds living with their parents. Dawn has some strong feelings and she'll share them when we return.
1: My talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That's my name. Yes. Do you remember just getting out of high school? Starting your life as oh an 18-year-old. I am so
2: excited. Get me away from these people. <laughs> AKA my parents.
1: Right. Well, the same thing happened. My life turned a different corner. Yeah. But um, we all
2: have our own journey.
1: Yeah, exactly right. But I couldn't. Before that, I'm talking about my pregnancy (laughs) and my daughter, who's lovely and 31 now. But you were a young parent. And so you you left
2: home very early.
1: I had to. My life was different than the typical teenager. You know,
2: my mother left the house when she was 16.
1: Oh, my goodness. She had me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah that's right.
2: A, yeah, so, like, my, I come from a, a long line of get, getting out of the house ASAP.
1: Mm, yeah, my, gra- my aunt
2: ran off on a horse.
1: Not a horse. When she was 18,
2: she, she got on, on her horse? horse and galloped off.
1: Are you serious? I swear to God. Oh, my goodness. That's very dramatic. Well, there was a recent Morgan Stanley report that said the rise in young adults living at home is partially responsible for the growth in luxury goods sales. And also, Wait, in this- what mm-hmm.
2: I'm confused. Okay, say that again.
1: Okay, uh, so there is a rise in young adults living at home.
2: Yeah, and that, that is I've, partially
1: I've- responsible for the growth in luxury goods sales. Oh,
2: is that saying so? Like all these kids staying at home, they don't have to pay a mortgage, so they're going to buy like the latest Coach uh, purse. Coach purse.
1: Really? Uh, yeah, there's a definite correlation. Wow. Between those things. Okay. Um. So. The trend is positive for the luxury industry because now they have the money to spend their money. You know, it frees them up. They have more disposable income. Even if they're paying rent at their parents' house, it's not going to be the. I mean, here in Minneapolis, good luck getting a place. I don't
2: understand how anybody can afford a home these days, but
1: whatever. $1,500 for a one bedroom apartment Mm -hmm. if you want to. I should say a new,
2: like, first time homeowners. It's got to be absurd
1: right homeowners or just you know apartment living oh
2: sure yeah that too
1: yeah exactly yeah i
2: it, yeah okay it's it's
1: <laughs> it's a lot okay so if they're saving that money um they might be going to college and they need to you know have expenses for that or you know buying goods <laughs> like this i was just curious this made me just wonder what is it about the the generation I'm talking about that. Why don't they want to leave home? That's what I'm saying, because I couldn't wait to get away from home because my parents were, I think all of my friends wanted to go to college and get away from home. Yeah. You know, they want, they couldn't wait to get away from their parents because their parents had rules and they wanted to just feel free. Yeah, But it says 18 to thir- uh between 18 to 24 year olds, 50% of them live at home.
2: Well, I would say if you're an 18 to 24 year old and you're at home, why are you at home? Call us 651-641-1071, they could tell us.
1: This is just a difference of generations and like what has happened in but this I... world since then. Uh, many people call it boomerang uh pandemic boomerang kids.
2: Yeah. That I've heard, like, I've heard the economic argument, which is that, you know, first-time home ownership is increasingly difficult for that generation for a couple of reasons. One, pandemic, high, killed the economy for a right. hot minute. Right,
1: inflation. And we're still
2: clawing our way back, so now we're stuck in inflation. And uh, we thought that was done, and now it appears that it's not. So, yay. Uh, which is far more complicated than just egg shortages or olive oil prices mm-hmm. going up, right? But also, I imagine that... Because when I was going to college, the price of college was ridiculous. I went to college Mm -hmm. many years ago. I'm not Mm going to tell you how many. You can do the math. A lot. So it's even more astronomically expensive now. So I imagine it's like a double whammy Mm -hmm. for a lot of kids.
1: Right. It mentions that in in one of these articles that, you know, these they have student loan balances that they're starting to pay on.
2: No, I'm sorry. I and I wish. This is, I, I have opinions. hmm I think you should be very careful making a child or a teenager sign like a six-figure debt to themselves. Because I don't think however smart you are and however lucky and privileged you think you may be and how successful you're going to be when you leave college that you have the wherewithal to make a rational decision about borrowing that level of money at that age.
1: I had no and concept no, of what I was doing. Yeah, I didn't either. When I, I went to the meeting and my mom was there with me and we were signing these papers, I had no concept exactly. of what I was, any of it.
2: And you don't when you're that age. And I don't blame you. I I felt the same way. My parents were like, if you want to go to an expensive college, I was very fortunate I had a lot of grant money, but I also had to put over a lot of my own money, mm-hmm. which I didn't have, and my parents were not giving me, so I had to get a lot of loans.
1: Mm-hmm. Me too. But you
2: have no concept, and I just paid off uh, one of my loans last year.
1: Yeah, I, I'm in the I same. I am
2: 48 boat. years old.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, and
2: I didn't even have that much debt compared to some of the people I know. I was very fortunate, but my point is, I just don't think that kids should be put in a position to have to spend that kind of money, and you know. it's it's absurd to me because how how could you buy a home in your 20s? No. When you're saddled with six figures of school debt.
1: Right. Exactly. So they might not have a choice Yeah. as far as... But I think
2: that might be separate. That might be another part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's a part of the conversation where it's generational in that it does seem like Culturally, even more kids want to stay home with their parents or more parents want their kids to to stay home longer. Like because our generation, I mean, and Mike, you should jump in because you're definitely a generation in front of us.
4: Yeah.
2: But or behind us or whatever. You know what I mean? You're younger than we are. Um, Culturally, like you didn't hear a lot of people staying home with their parents after the age of 18.
0: Yeah, we. I was in a, a situation where I went to college and was playing football, and that, that was my main focus, As I wanted to go get away, play that, but and do that. But uh, when I did graduate, though, I did go back and live, uh, just from a financial standpoint, lived with uh, my mom for about nine to ten months for a little bit until I eventually yeah. moved up here, but not a long-term. temporary. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Sure. But and it I, does help if you're trying to get started mm-hmm. doing something, for sure.
0: I went back
2: one summer. My first summer after my freshman year, Mm -hmm. both of us, by the end of that summer, that is my parents and myself, looked at each other in August and were like, we shan't be doing this again next
1: year. (laughs) Because I
2: didn't want to live under their rules, Mm -hmm. and they didn't want me under their roof.
1: It seems like, you know, I have, so I had a baby early, so my daughter is 30, and my, my friend's who I went to college with, and they now have kids that are going to college. So I have oh, a unique sure. experience oh, where yeah. I'm hearing them talk about things that I dealt with like 12 years ago.
2: Yeah. And you're like, Oh, let me tell you.
1: Yeah. But, but the deal is, is that it seems like they're like, they're like, get out of here. Like three of my friends have kids who won't leave. <laughs> like <laughs> and then, they won't like leave. it's, it's sad. It's, it sounds like, Oh, that's mean, but it isn't because you raise a kid and it's like an accomplishment. You know, you're like, I did this. And, and maybe then your you friends, want it's not an economic
2: to, reason. You're saying it's maybe more of a, like a will reason.
1: It's like, you need to get out there and be independent. Got and it. they recognize also that like, it's my fault because, you know, I pay for their car insurance. And oh. so it's like, they, they helped create the monster, Got really. It. but they also are, don't know what to do because they don't want to kick their kids out on the street, but they're also friends with their kids. And I wasn't friends with my parents; oh they God. were my parents. Yeah, and so I think a lot of people are friends. They like their parents, so they don't mind staying there. That's weird. There aren't really any rules. <laughs> That's it such is a weird. good
2: thing I'm so glad no
1: it is weird it is weird it's
2: well it's not weird it's weird to us but we but I think it's just a shift in the culture what we're you and gonna say, I was gonna Mike? say
0: that's exactly the, the the boat I was in I was very much more my parents were my friends like that's how oh, I was the whole time yeah. they it was a unique situation they had the restaurant growing up I hung oh, out with yeah, them I were... like lived up in I was friends wow. with their friends that's so awesome, though. it was a different mentality and they yeah. were also very young parents as well they had me and when I they were 19.
2: I, I will say it's not like I didn't like well I, well, I didn't yeah. for a while but I had a definite sense of like i want to get out of here and get beyond my own far far away from my parents not because they were particularly bad or no, problematic my parents
1: weren't either my
2: and i once i was gone i looked back and said wow they you know these are incredible humans and now right. i respect them greatly anyway it's just different but i want to make sure we get to dan because oh. we're generating lots of thoughts and feels as okay. you can imagine what what did you want to share with us today dan
4: yeah i think a lot of it depends on the situation like i have my, my older kid, he's in college, and, and he'll be on his own here in a few months. My younger one left for a couple of years and then came back. But the whole reason he came back, we told him to come back because he's going to get engaged and he wants to buy a house and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, and like you all said, the, the amount of money it takes to buy a house nowadays mm-hmm. is insane. And if you're out paying rent, trying to save up the money to get a house— is next to impossible and and the goal of myself and my wife we're in our 50s our whole goal is to get our kids set up to where they start out better than we did yeah we don't want them in that hole that's the only reason he didn't want to move back but he did when we you know when we told him like look look this makes sense Save your money. As long as you're now out partying and spending your money, you can live here for free. Save your money so you can buy a house, so you can start out better. Yeah. Um, Our older kid, we paid for his college. We we offered to do it for both of them. The younger one's not a college kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the older one, we paid for his college again, so they can start out better than we did. They don't have the debt. They don't have any of that. And when my older one gets out of college, if he wants to come live with us for a couple of years, as long as he's saving his money, to get a house he's not out spending it buying a new car or anything like that we have no problem with that but yeah. i do have a lot of friends and neighbors that do have 25 26 27 year old kids living in their basement that they aren't doing anything they're not really saving any money right. they're just out playing around and and they haven't left and that's where I would draw the line, I'd be like, all right, you're out, done. Yeah, yeah.
1: well, a lot of, you know, that didn't used to happen when when I was no. in my 20s. I just didn't know anyone that lived with their parents. Yeah, So it is a difference, for sure. But thank you so much thank for calling you, and sharing.
2: I, I am glad that there are parents uh, and kids like Dan and his kids. I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star can Carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's because you know like they're doing something responsible he's rewarding them because it is so expensive you know like when i was when i was paying for an apartment and having a job i could afford my apartment i could afford to live mm-hmm. not well i mean i right. survived on like, you know, my minimum wage job or whatever it was, right? Mm -hmm. And I could pay my $300 a month for my apartment and I had like a $50 utility bill or something, right? Like I had the means to be able to meet the, you know, basics. Mm -hmm. But I think to Dan's point, there's probably a lot of kids who, you know, saddled with all that debt from college. If even if they're trying really hard, it's increasingly harder than it was for you and I. Just like my parents would say things like, you know, you kids have it so easy. And I'm like, but you guys had to pay like ten dollars to go to college.
1: Oh my God. And the house you built was like It was
2: like five, like five hundred dollars. Like no, I mean yeah. No. It was, but yeah, you're right. No. Like they yeah. each generation probably, you know.
1: It's yeah, it's um I think that you kind of want your kids to from my perspective, I wanted her to like hear it. It was sad for me, but it's like, okay, now go be an adult. It was my job yeah. to make them independent make her independent. Like
2: Mama Bird saying Like, her Okay, free.
1: I hate this. Your but turn to fly. Like, okay, figure it out, you know. To- and
2: you and you're there for her regardless. I but am, yeah. Yeah. Just not under the same roof.
1: That's true. All right. Well, that was a fun discussion, wasn't it?
2: When we <laughs> come back, our good friend Mike's gonna spin his game show roulette wheel and we'll find out where we're playing today when we come back right here on My Talk One oh seven one guess what not all heroes wear capes they might wear a uniform with hero home services emblazoned across it why well because the pros at hero can help all over your home they can save your day quite literally just like they've saved ours i mean they helped get our tuna our tunas ferned up or our furnace tuned up you know it's thursday but they've also helped Uh, With electrical questions we've had, they helped with a clog in our bathtub that had been clogging constantly on and off for years. Hero truly saves the day time and time again. And you don't have to take my word for it. You can have that experience yourself, or you can just read all of the very exciting uh, and positive reviews right on their website. Head to callhero.com today. And, oh, by the way, if you've got a heating repair, you have them out, don't forget to mention my talk because you'll save 57 dollars off your next heating repair call hero.com today and don't forget to tell what Bradley sent you hey everyone it's J- my J- talk
1: 1071 J- J- everything J- entertainment J- the adventures of Bradley and Don. it's the end of the show for us and uh we want to play a game with Mike
4: time now to play along it's game game R- show R- R- R-
0: here's your host Mike Ganger Time once again for Game Show Roulette. We end every show the same way. Find a new game show we are going to play. I fixed the wheel from when I broke it yesterday. Oh, yeah. He was uh, in a
1: rage, you guys. uh, I'll
0: give it a spin. I wasn't in a rage. I just wanted to play a different game that wasn't necessarily on the wheel because I was celebrating a day, but that's okay. Here we go. Uh, What game are we going to play today? Uh Uh-oh. You know what that one is, right? No. I forget. You know. As soon as you hear that sound, that means it's time to play Card Sharks. Oh! Yes. Many people Card love Sharks. the game Card Sharks. Shark. Oh, <laughs> yes. no. Uh, we'll get to the consolation prize here. We might create some <laughs> of those. But uh, we'll run through uh, and play uh-huh. this game. Again, the uh, The object of the game is we're going to start off with those questions. You guys both... Uh, here, have your own board of cards. Which oh, I see Ironically, ironically I, I after, after I shuffled, they both turned out to be red queens.
1: Two queens. Two queens. Well, the queen two queens heart, is apt. Knowing it ain't really
0: smart. Okay, <laughs> no so Joker, is he fights. on the
1: food? It
0: makes me love to you. you. Oh, what? It'll do anything for you. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> Juice Newton doesn't get much better than Juice that. Juice Newton, yeah! Let's run through the, uh, the game here again. How it starts is I ask a question of one of you. I flipped a coin. Call it somebody. Pets. It was Tails. So, Don, you're going to answer first. This is very similar to the game we played earlier in the week. Well, I'm going to ask you 100 people. This is from questions from 1981. You answer as many people <laughs> as you think out of 100 said so. And okay. then Bradley will say higher or lower. Whoever gets it right will get control of their board. Mm-hmm. Starting it off with this one. Don, are you ready?
1: I am. We
0: asked 100 married women if you had a chance to have a romantic night with anyone in the world, would it be your husband?
1: Oh, in, in 1981 This is
0: 1981. Is 100 there, married women. Okay, is, is,
1: then their answer is private.
0: Their answer is private. Yes.
1: I would say
0: again, ask 100 women if you could have a romantic night with anyone on earth, would it be your husband?
1: Uh how many
0: out, How he, many out of, out of 100 said yes?
1: 100. Oh, how many out of um I would say 67.
0: 67. Bradley, are you going to go higher or lower? Uh, I'm going to go lower, Bob. You're going to go lower. Is it lower than 67? Oh, It higher? was 69. You oh, know. wait a minute. It was 69.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: Oh, 69. That's appropriate. Yeah. All right. Bunch so, horny 80s people. <laughs> wow, that's very monogamous. So, Don, you're going to start it off. You have the queen. Why is this not showing up at all? Okay, you have the queen I of diamonds. It. Okay. Is the next card going to be higher or lower than the queen of diamonds? Lower. So it's going to be lower than a queen. Mm-hmm. It is... A king? No
1: way! Oh, divine! Well, those on, two are guys. out
0: right out of the gate. You want control? Then that
1: happened to you. I mean, it's not again near. these were these were
0: shuffled. It's called chance. Okay, we've got daughter. another queen. We've got another queen, Bradley. Now you get a free run at it. <laughs> Higher God. or lower than a queen? I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that's lower. <laughs> it's definitely not gonna be another.
1: Uh... Oh my! It's a queen. Two queens what? in a row, so oh, those good. are all that out. That means I win. I did shuffle no, these all up. No, you didn't win nothing. It just
0: means we restart. Okay, okay we're back okay, to good. four. Uh, what Bradley, luck. It's, <laughs> it's your turn. I forgot how much you hate this game because of the luck aspect. On, I forgot. La, 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 la. She doesn't like luck. Uh, all right, we're gonna move on to the next <laughs> question. We asked one hundred bachelors: Have you ever dated a woman older than your mother? Ew, <gasps>
1: Bradley. <I'm kidding. laughs> nineteen eighty-one. In nineteen eighty-one,
2: you know they would say ew.
1: So have how many ever, out how of many,
0: 100?
1: This is Bradley's.
0: This is Bradley's question, no. Uh Out of 100, I'm going to say from 1981, it's probably 25. 25. Dawn, are you going higher or lower again? 100 Bachelors asked the question. Have you ever dated a woman older than your mother?
1: I would say lower than 25. You're
0: going to say lower than 25. Is it lower than 25? It's nine.
1: Wow. Wow.
2: So don't because <laughs> think about the 80s. Like uh, someone older than your mother seemed you don't like have your to grandma. Tell me
1: I just got it right.
2: <laughs> wow. wow!
0: she. His you face. better. You better
2: hope that <laughs> well, that attitude pays Let's off. You've got a jack now. <laughs> you could
0: lose, Don. Your I'm new board jack. has a jack. You're going higher, or lower. You're better going be lower higher. than a jack. Yeah, it's a four. It yes. is indeed lower than a jack. Four is a good one to have. Mm-hmm. Is, is your it? next card going to be higher or lower than a
1: four? Higher.
0: You think it's going to be higher than a four? Yeah, is it? Stop. Higher than a four. It's an eight.
1: Yeah. That's a pretty
0: good place to freeze because you freeze. only need to get one That's more right. Okay. Now, if you get the next question right, you get to change that eight to anything or not anything you want, but to the next card. Uh, here we go. Next question. This is going to go back over to Dawn to answer. We asked 100 women business executives in 1981. If you were hiring for a position below you and your husband was the most con- or most uh, qualified for the job, would you hire him? Business executives from 1981.
1: How many said yes? Yeah. How many said yes?
0: How many said they would, hire, they their would hire their husband? Yes.
1: And if he was qualified? If he
0: was qualified.
1: Ooh. ooh this is tough. Nineteen eighty-one. Um. I will say. Hmm. Need an answer? Sixty-five.
0: Sixty-five said they would. Nineteen eighty-one. Bradley higher, or lower, much than lower. You're going to say much lower. You're right. It's twenty-nine.
1: Oh, oh my gosh! Because they don't want to emasculate him. Probably.
0: So, so the eighties man. So Don, you're <laughs> you're frozen with <laughs> your eight. Bradley, you have a ten. You want to keep that oh, ten or change God. it? How do I get to change it? If you change it, I'm going to give you the next random card. I on top want, to of the deck. It, want
2: to change it. You want to change the ten. It's hard. now a two. Yes, ma'am. So it's going to
0: be higher than a two, I assume. Yes, please. Is it indeed higher than a two? It's a five. Do you Let's want to keep higher, on rolling? Bob, okay, higher. higher than a five. It is. Another 5. That's the second time we've had. How does so does that mean? mean double, I lose da, or it yeah. means you lose. Yeah, or you lose your rude. opportunity here. That's the second yeah. time Fine. it's happened to you. So now you can't change it, Don, but do you think it's going to be higher or lower than an 8? Mm, this is for ooh. the win, by the way. Okay,
1: I will No, s- don't win.
0: This is for the win.
1: I'll say it's lower. You're going
0: to say lower than an 8. It is.
1: A six! We've got Yay. a winner! Congratulations, Oh my
0: gosh! Nobody's perfect. I want to
1: thank my parents. <laughs> I was- <laughs>
2: Sorry. I was
0: holding my hand. I want to thank my daughter. Uh, huge victory there, Don. You need yeah. to That's, That's nasty. Great. great job.
1: Yeah. Well done. I like that one. You
0: like- now you like <laughs> it. Now you she hated likes that her. game, which like it. Because
1: there's uh, no pressure in a timer and, and I have to she yell wasn't my name. And
0: bullied. And uh, Bradley. <laughs> What did I not win? You did not win the consolation prize, which is this. And
4: a supply of Sanilac, an on-fat dry milk <laughs> and a fresh milk taste. It's all natural, fortified, San-A-lac.
1: and fiber-friendly.
2: <laughs> dry milk, Sanilac. <laughs> Oh, oh, Santa! Lack? I think you said Santa lax, like it was some kind of laxative. No, it's a
1: different Santa.
0: I just imagine if you were
1: drinking what is that
2: Santa
0: lax. It's a dry milk stuff, and I imagine it <laughs> Dried would milk. not be so fun. It's so gross cereal I've had to do. Like. Just, it gets so dry in your mouth.
1: Well, you have to put water with it. That's the key. Ooh. Well,
2: then just drink milk.
1: I don't have any.
2: Okay, well then go buy some powder. That makes no sense at all. Hey, you know what? I want to give a big shout out to listener Judy who sent me erasers. Remember we talked about erasers the other
1: day. Erasers. Thank you, Judy. Judy. We'll be
4: back tomorrow. Up next, Lori and Julia.